welcome to another episode of Block Talk presented by Theater of the Now. I'm your host as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode. Leave a five-star review while you're there. I'm so happy to share that this episode is sponsored by our friends over at Daffboy. Daffboy is an LGBTQ plus owned and operated startup based in San Francisco, committed to creating high quality and unique fans, accessories, and gear perfect for any occasion. Listeners of Block Talk can earn 15% off their purchase at daffboy.com with the code BLOCKTALK15. That's BLOCKTALK15 at daffboy.com. And as always, follow me on Instagram at MichaelBlockTalk, on Twitter at BlockTalkNYC, and visit theaterinthenow.com for this news, reviews, and interviews. Good day, good day, good day. RuPaul has invaded Australia to film another iteration of RuPaul's Drag Race Down Under. But will this season be equally as marred with drama? We'll find out soon. But until then, we have to talk about everything we know about Drag Race Down Under 2. And joining me are two shrimps in the barbie, Spectral Lecture and Vicky Vibrato. Hello. Hi. Hello. How's it going? I, it's going well. Uh, there's a lot of Drag Race coming out right now. I'm a little, oh my God. Um, overwhelmed. <laughs> yeah. Definitely overwhelmed. I'm literally going to be doing this in like two weeks, probably when they announce the cast for Drag Race Philippines. Oh, work. Fully booked and ready to go. I love it. Yeah, wait, didn't they just announce that yesterday? Not, not the, no, that was the two uh, judges, Jiggly, Caliente. Oh, yes, yes. I, I thought we knew that. that. Cool. Well, we knew, we knew her, but um, they officially announced her as like the permanent judge. Right. She's not the host. Oh, oh. Um, God, Manila Luzon must be pissed that she committed to Drag Den and she could have been hosting that show. Literally. Literally. Hmm. Poor girl. Poor girl. You'll have to have her a guest host at like, or um, like a guest judge at some point. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. I think she's trying to get back in RuPaul's good graces after being like, I'm going to do my own thing. And RuPaul's like, no, no you're not. Yep. Yeah. yeah. We love the business. It. We love this business. <laughs> awesome. All right. Drag Race Down Under obviously encapsulates not only Australia, but New Zealand as well. Uh, have either of you been Down Under? Nope. No, uh, I would literally love to go so bad. Um, I really would like to go. Listeners, if you really love me, you need to start supporting me so I can go to World Pride. It is happening at the end of February, beginning of March. I need to get to Sydney to go see my Australian husband. We, I need to get there. Absolutely. Oh my gosh, that would literally be everything in Sydney. Yep. So I'm hoping maybe, maybe maybe a miracle will happen. I'll get to go, but uh, <laughs> maybe maybe uh, someone will sponsor you. I'm hoping. I'm really hoping. Or lottery win, something. I'll take whatever. Um, but let let's talk about some of our favorite things when it comes to Australia. What what and, and New Zealand. What what do you like about those fun countries? Oh my god, okay. Definitely the accents. I'm always speaking in a terrible Australian accent, um, which is so fun. And I feel like they're, even just from getting a sense of their drag, I just feel like their personalities are so confident and like bubbly and so much more fun than like sometimes what I'm around. I feel like they're a lot more extroverted, which I kind of really love, but Mm -hmm. it also just seems so gorgeous, like the whole country, but yeah. Yeah. No, like I agree. I was like, I feel like I love like the Australian wildlife. Like the the joke is always mm. like, there's so many things in Australia that can kill you. 
um i just think it's hilarious but like same thing as like even just like watching it to meet the queens and like they're all so like like even like bigger personalities but also just like they're so like abrasive in the way that they talk but like not in a bad way like take a shot every time they say bastard when um you're like during like um the meet the queens um because like petition to start calling baby queens just start calling them bastards because that's fucking hilarious <laughs> they didn't say baby queen so like oh well when i was a bastard queen i was like yeah i mean it, it's a fun culture cultural shock to have different um allowances of certain words and certain words that you're not allowed to say um i, I i've been told by my australian husband um cuz is not necessarily what you should use down in Australia. Like we use it as short for because it has a totally different connotation down there. Um, like do not use it. I so I was like, oh, interesting. Um, yeah. So there, there's things you learn. And like for us, bastard, is it probably a word you don't want to use up here? Down there, they, they throw it around all the, and all the time. Just like the word cunt. They use cunt all the time. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. We don't. But that's what I enjoy about uh, learning about different cultures through drag race. Um I just wish we had a host maybe that appreciated the country a little bit better. Yeah. But we'll, we'll, we'll see. Maybe, maybe rule uh, has done some uh, research this right. time around before filming. Um, but let's, let's go through the facts of what we know about the season so far. The season is slated to premiere on July 30th, 2022. It will air on Stan in Australia, TVNZ two in New Zealand, BBC three in UK and wow presents plus internationally. And that's internationally meaning us. Uh, RuPaul will be back to host with Michelle Visage and Reese Nicholson back as judges. I love Reese Nicholson. I am very, very, very excited to have him back. I mean, I'm sure the two of you adore him as well because he's a fellow redhead. Um, But yeah, I think he's he is one of the best singular permanent judges in the entire franchise. He's just so funny. I agree. I just think he added like a nice fresh energy. It was nothing crazy. It was... It was good. I was definitely, yeah, I'm happy he's back. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like, you know, there's, there's so much pressure to like be a judge on like any, you know, branch of like the, you know, drag race world. Cause I feel like, you know, like the U S judges have become so iconic. So yeah. it's, like, there's a lot of pressure and there's like very like big shoes to fill, especially like, you know, being like a permanent judge in whatever branch of the franchise, uh, these, you know, whoever ends up being on. Yeah, I agree. So I'm excited to have him back. Now, things we don't know. We still don't know who any of the guest judges are. And are they going to be in person? I don't know. Oh, yeah. uh, we'll, wow. we'll, we'll see what they're going to end up doing this time. I don't know what the COVID protocols were in Auckland when they did start filming. Maybe they had a little more leniency. Um, and we also don't know if there was a theme to this photo shoot or if we're going to be surprised. And these are their entrance looks. Because uh, that's what they did last season. Right, this could be the right. entrance looks. I don't know. Yes, I forgot about that. Oh, <laughs> Art Simone in that paint dress. She's gonna wear that to the she, she Oh, dies. literally. Absolutely. Um, now, <laughs> what would you like to see out of this season aside from less controversy? Oh, yes, <laughs> less controversy. Oh my god, that was funny. Um, well, not funny, that was crazy, but. I don't know. I think just when it comes to any season, new season of Drag Race, regardless of like where it is, definitely just, I think it's really important to be 
unique and individual and really make sure you're kind of like taking your own take on everything. Um, and I think especially going on Drag Race, having a brand and a theme to your drag is like, it's important. And I think it really helps make a polished queen. So yeah, I'm excited to just to see the different, the different takes on everything and everyone's own unique personal style. And I'm excited to see how people, you know, take things and reinvent them and make them new. Because mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that's so, I feel like that's just so hard to do now on Drag Race. So that's definitely like the biggest challenge. Absolutely. Yeah, like, like everything's been done. And like, that's kind of like, you know, going off of what you said, it's like, I really just like with any season, like, I always like to see a variety of challenges. Like, I don't want it to seem like, you know, they're being like, very like heavy handed with like comedy or like with like design and like sewing challenges or like with acting challenges. Like, I want to see like a variety of like, you know, mini challenges and like maxi challenges because like, every queen is going to be different and like they're all going to bring like you know different energy different things and like different skills so like I don't want to seem like they're you know they're playing favorites to like a certain skill set but mm -hmm. like also like Vicky was saying like seeing how like each contestant is able to like take whatever the challenge is and like apply it to like you know what they want to do with the drag or like what their like specific brand is and like how they can reinvent it because like you know no one's really like reinventing the wheel anymore with drag like almost everything has been done, but like, how can you take something and like put your own personal spin on it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think there's, it's going to be interesting. I love when they in involve culture into their themes. So I do hope we get some cultural runways. I want a full Priscilla runway. Like just give, we um, have one contestant do it. Give me a full Priscilla moment. That would be fierce. Just, I want to see it. I want to see it. I want to um, see that too. I would like in-person judges. Uh, give me a Hemsworth. I don't care which one it is. Give, the third yeah. one's fine. I'll take they can do one. Is, I think they could do one. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll take Kylie in person. Um, that would be lovely. Um, comedian Joel Creasy, he can come on, though I've been told you can't put Joel and um, Reese Nicholson together because it's too many gay twinks at once. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> You know what? If you wanted to give me a give give me Danny Minogue, I'll take Delta Goodrum. Give me some mm -hmm. some Australian names. Right. Um, I'm I'm ready for it. I, I'm excited for it. Um, and you know what? Give me Tony Collette. Give me a Muriel's wedding moment. That's what I want. <laughs> yeah, why not? That's what I want. We'll see. I'm usually um very wrong with my predictions because I have um big desires and no one wants to fulfill my fantasies that's okay rupaul that's okay maybe maybe one day when i get to produce but um let's talk about the queens we are going to go from worst to first i had you submit your predictions based on the meet the queen social media um and the whatever they're wearing and we're going to discuss them from worst to first and this these could be completely wrong we don't know anything um are you excited to find out uh, how we all ranked it? I'm very excited. Now that you said we we might have had some similar placements, I'm excited. And I'm like, I can't wait to get into these looks. That's like my favorite thing is talking about it. And this was a very interesting promo. So I'm, yeah. I'm be excited. Yeah, um, me and Vicky are very much on the same wavelength. I'm like, I can't wait to rip these looks to shreds. Oh my God. Like, <laughs> no, listen, Michael knows, like, I'm such, like, especially when there's like a theme or like whatever, like I'm such like a stickler for, like, for details and like whether or not they like adhered to a theme like there is no theme that we know of but like 
details. Every little thing counts. This I mean, is the, like, the, this the is theme could be shiny. Shiny, metallic, some sort of, yeah, yeah I don't know. something like that. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but I will be reading some bios that I got off, got off the Vanity Fair um, preview um, article. Um, so bear with me. They're quite long. Um, so are you ready to find out who we ranked at the bottom? Yes, yeah, ready. But... All right, you had her both at 10. I had her at 9. I had a little more faith in her, but it is Fofer from Sydney, <laughs> Australia. Fofer has been a regular face and the loudest voice among the Sydney drag scene for the last seven years. Few queens in Sydney can rival the onstage presence of Fo, known for her high-energy performances that leave the crowd screaming for more. Fo has always been proud of her Asian heritage and noted the lack of Asian queens in the Sydney scene. In 2020, she started her popular weekly IGTV show, Faux Mondays, a platform where she strives to give not only other queens, but all members of the queer and POC queer community a voice to share their stories in hopes of inspiring others. Whether hosting an awards night as MC or simply killing it on stage at the club, Faux is a queen with the biggest of hearts that aims to touch and uplift others in all she does. She is Vietnamese, she's fierce, fashion, fancy, but you can hear her from anywhere in the world. And she says she's an all-around everything queen. All right, faux fur. Um, Vicky, why yeah. why 10th? Why don't you like her? Why do you have her going out first? Oh gosh. Okay. I think just initially, it's just I think my least favorite look out of everybody. Um, in the promo and it's not even a, a bad look but I think for you know for drag race for your promo photo it's obviously a little bit different than like doing a bar show or something which I think this outfit would be perfect for um so there's that and then she was very she had me like cackling in her meet the queens um I thought she was very funny very charismatic but I did think like a her main personality trait was just like the fact that she was like loud and would like scream all the time so i was just like okay um yeah i don't know that's kind of what i gathered back sure i mean kind of like the same thing as like you know across like i didn't think it was a bad look but again like for like your first impression like for you know the you know the promo or even like your entrance like whatever you know this you know if it's one or both um you know, it's like cute for like, you know, a bar show, but you know, for drag race, I feel like it should be something more than just like a bodysuit with like some ruffles on it. Um, and, you know, kind of the same thing as like, you know, her entire personality was like being like loud and boisterous. And I feel like, you know, she threw like all the adjectives at us and was like, oh, expect the unexpected. Like, I feel like the way she was describing herself was just like very basic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Of sort of and, way of yeah, I get what yeah, you mean. Yeah, like I feel like she didn't really, you know, I feel like some of the girls like, you know, have like very like um refined visions of, like what their drag is. And like she was just kind of like throwing like a bunch of stuff at us and like, you know, her whole personality was just like, like, I'm loud, I'm in your face, like I do this, I do that. And I really wasn't getting much substance from it. Yeah, that's fair. Um, so I do a question of the season for each queen, and my question for her is, Fofer is loud, but will she be so grating that production will just eliminate her to shut her up? Um, and that's, I think, what we're all getting, is she's loud, and I don't know anything else about her based on what we've seen. Uh, the look, no designers listed, so it's probably out of her closet. 
Yeah. I, um, it is fairly basic. I do like the color. Um, I do not like the black. The black. Um, I agree. The boots are just. It's like that drag queen thing where they just last minute throw on a shoe and yeah, not the boots. It's like a black thigh high, it goes with everything. Literally. <laughs> um, it would be a shame that we're finally getting a little bit of diversity on Drag Race Down Under and she would be the first one eliminated. But I agree. Listen, if you can't keep up, then there's no use um, helping. Um, but yeah, Fofur, I, I don't know. I, she, she definitely has been around clearly she knows what she's doing at least in sydney but this is the main stage this is the big leagues um you gotta keep up because there's a lot of uh, other big fish in there and i hope we're wrong because it would be sad to lose um the vietnamese queen first but i do think she will make great television she seems to be she's entertaining very funny yes she is so yeah i mean i am excited to see her so as much as I really hate leotards, um, I'm still going to give this a toot because I do think she looks good in it. Uh, Say it. You're allowed to. You're allowed to do it. I'm going to go ahead and... Oh, sorry. I was like, I'm going to give it a boot. Listen, like we said, it's a cute outfit, but for what it is, if it's your promo or if it's your you know, entrance look or if it's both, for either or, it's basic. So I'm going to give it a boot. Yes, I'm going to have to agree. Uh, just based on the other looks... Two, I'm just gonna I'm gonna give it a boot. It's Audience. All about Audience, 41% toot, 59% boot. Okay. All right. Next up, we have coming from Sydney, Australia, it's Pomara Fifth. Um, which sounds much better with an Australian accent, but we're not gonna try it on this podcast. <laughs> Uh, she's 28 years old, and the name Pomara Fifth is was born from her childhood home address, number five Pomara Close, a place she's always felt comfortable to be her true self. She started doing drag in 2014, and I'm like, really? Okay. Uh, growing up in the suburbs of Western Sydney, Pomara Fifth always stayed true to herself and never let the bullies and naysayers keep her down for long. Thankfully, her mother and four sisters provided an open home environment that nurtured her natural exuberance and love for performance. Pomara represents both First Nation and Maori queens. She has a, representation, a reputation as being a versatile, multi-talented performer at host, first beginning her drag career in 2014. In 2018, Pomara won the coveted Rising Star Award at the Diva Awards and worked for Netflix on their Mardi Gras float that same year. Pomara has gone on to work for numerous companies and has performed all around NSW, working corporate events and entertaining the masses at drag brunch, bingo, you name it. Uh, she says she's an amalgamation of a truck driver and an ex-prostitute. Wow, she sounds fun. Um, mm -hmm. I had her at 10. She was my first boot. Um, I Maybe it's the look here, but I, I have no faith in this bitch. Uh, uh, Spe <laughs> Spectra, a little higher at 8. Uh, and Vicky, even higher at 7. Um, I did. Spectra, yeah. let's talk about Pomara. What, did, what do you enjoy about her being uh, like, you can stay an extra two weeks? I mean, I, like, I just, she's so quick with her words, and, like, I actually, like, I wrote down, like, some of her quotes, and I wrote down that she's a truck driver and ex-prostitute, um, and that she's, um, uh, you know, she's, she said, and I quote, I'm still a bastard just with prettier clothes, um, and, like, I just think, like, she's just so quick with her words, and, like, the way she just, like, strings, like, things together, like, I think she's gonna be, like, really funny, um, she kind of, like, gives me, like, um, like narrator of the season kind of vibes where like she's just gonna like say things because like she thinks they're like 
like she just thinks that like they're funny they're cute whatever and like other people are gonna think it's hilarious like the way she was just like rolling with her words um and you know I loved that you know she talked about how like her drag is like very much inspired by like you know the strong you know women that she saw that she was like um you know she's like it was feminine energy but you know she's like there was so much power in it so like I thought that was really cool um but like I just think she's quick with her words um again not a whole lot of substance besides that like you know she had like a lot of like you know like cute like little like one-liners but besides that didn't really give us a whole lot um but you know I looked through her Instagram and I was like you know it seems like you know she has like a decent sense of like you know what she's doing and like I'm intrigued to see what she brings um so I have a little bit of faith in her but not a whole lot now my question this season for her is can a big girl win or will she just be a bottom feeder um Vicky you you have her at seven so you really think she's gonna be the bottom feeder uh, I do. Again, I just, I really thought she was very charismatic. I thought just meeting her off the bat in the Meet the Queens, I thought she did a wonderful job of just uh, grabbing your attention. She was very witty. Um, yeah, I, I really enjoyed her. I, in terms of the look. Mm-hmm. Let's go um, through the look. No designers are listed once again, because probably got it off of the rack somewhere well okay i i go back and forth with it because the her body looks incredible like she is cinched her hips look amazing i love that the jacket and the bodysuit match the thing for me is those shoes spectra literally has these shoes behind her right now in nude <laughs> like right yep the shoes are definitely just don't go for me and something about the makeup with the pink eyebrow I like love that she was trying to like have the matching hair and brow but it kind of I don't know it makes the makeup look a little strange for me so yeah I don't know what do you guys think I I, I hate this look so much it's (laughs) god awful um there is nothing redeeming about it I just it's god awful it hurts my eyes but if the theme was metallic she's on theme like sure sure she is but like i like you know i had like a very similar thought where i'm like like it's a bodysuit period um but you know she has the jacket which has like the same like fabric on it which is cool like i wish maybe there was like a belt or like some more like accessories or maybe like some like strappy situation like happening Uh on her leg um she again I agree I feel like the pink eyebrow with like the pink hair like I think it's just like the pink it's just like a, it blends in your skin a little too much yeah um and if like I don't think that like if you're gonna have the bodysuit be like that high cut and then have like an ankle boot pleaser it cuts her legs off weird and like it's not the same pink like she has this like really uh-huh. like hot pink like metallic and this like baby pink like pleaser boot I'm like she could have worn like like I would have loved to have seen it with just like you know like a pink pump or just like a you know like a pink like metallic you totally like, have gotten cool. boots done in this fabric like I've seen we've all seen like, this or a, a boot cover at least and if it was a full monochrome moment I think that would have been definitely more polished but yeah it, just, it feels yeah, like she, she's ready for she's ready for chromatica ball 
Yes. Um, I hope she gets to see it. She thinks she's, she's working she, out the door. Yeah. Yeah. She's she wants your stupid love, and that's about it. But no, it's the shoes that are absolutely destroying this look. Um, I don't know. I'm just not a fan of this. It's an absolute boot for me. Um, I'm gonna give this. Yeah, yeah. I gotta boot that. Yeah, I'm. I'm giving it a um, a pastel pink pleaser boot. <laughs> yes. Audience. 30% toot, 70% boot. Not a fan of this one. All right. Shall we stay in Sydney? Apparently the Sydney Queens are not doing well this season. Uh, coming up next, we have the eighth place finisher. Um, Spectra, actually. No, Vicky had her at eight. I, Inspector had her at seven. It's the one and only Minnie Cooper. Um, she is 50. She likes to kick and stretch. Um, Minnie is now the second oldest queen to ever compete on Drag Race. The oldest being Charlie Hydes. Remember her? Oh, yes. Among um, the Sydney circuit. Um, with a glittering career that spans over 20 years, having entertained audiences from Oxford Street in Sydney to Oxford Circus in London. In 2016, Minnie was a semi-finalist on Australia's Got Talent, combining her drag and musical theater talents. Minnie has performed for gay icons such as Cher at the 2018 Mardi Gras Parade and Kylie Minogue the following year. Minnie has won more Diva Awards than any other drag artist in Australia, including taking the title of Entertainer of the Year four times, as well as winning Sydney's Favorite Drag Queen and Choreographer of the Year. Minnie moved into the world of cabaret with her one-woman show from Chorus Boy to Leading Lady, which was the winner of the Best Cabaret Musical Theater Award at the Sydney Fringe Festival in 2019. Minnie has appeared in the Netflix series Jack Whitehall Travels with My Father. So my question for Minnie, she's the veteran of the show, but will this classic queen keep up in this modern world of drag? Now, Minnie Cooper is someone I had known about uh, through my friend Tom in Australia. He's seen her many times uh, because she is kind of the staple of Sydney drag. Um, but yeah, is she ready for drag race? Because we don't always treat the old old ladies as well as we do the youngsters. Um, Vicky, you had her at eight. Why were you the lowest on her, the three of us? Um, okay. You just hate old people? Literally, No. Absolutely not. I prefer older. Um, I, the first thing that kind of rubbed me in a weird way during the Meet the Queens is like the second thing she said was pointing out her age. And I just, it was a little cringy to me throughout her Meet the Queen. She kept talking about like, I may be old, but this, this. And I was like, I feel like she was drawing attention to the fact that she was old and like a not so good way um, because like I wouldn't really have guessed how old she was or I wouldn't even really have thought about her age if I just like seeing the look and stuff um, but she seems she seems amazing I mean she's clearly very seasoned I love her name all of these mm -hmm. names honestly are just spectacular but yeah I mean she seems like very polished I love the musical theater aspect um, the look is is very interesting. I love this sort of like armor bodice type situation. It's sort of giving me goddess mermaid vibes. Um, I really like that bodice. I'm not a huge fan of this just like spandex stretch skirt. That's kind of just a little bit of an afterthought to me. 
And then I don't really like these arms things. I don't know. It's giving kind of through my curtain, like around my arm with like, a, I don't know. And then, yeah, I don't know. It's okay. <laughs> now, now, Spectra, do you think Minnie Cooper can drive her way to the end? Um, I mean, I kind of said the same thing where like, you know, it seems like her whole focus was that, you know, she like was like on her age. Like I wouldn't have thought like same thing that Vicky said, like I wouldn't have like, you know, thought much of her age either. Um, What I do like what she was saying though, was like, she's very like aware because she's been doing drag for so long. She's like how much work goes into it. And, you know, that was kind of like, for me was like, if she knows how much work goes into it, like she definitely is like, you know, on top of her shit. Um, as far as the look is concerned, I said basically said the same thing where like, I love what's going on the top. Like the corset's really cool. The skirt kind of looked like an afterthought and like the same thing, like with the sleeves, it kind of looked like she like built the whole look around like this really cool, like bodice piece. But like, I feel like the bodice and like the skirt and the arm things are telling like a very different story. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't know if I like the emerald green and the hot pink together. Um, because at first I was like, what is this hot pink thing on her chest? And then I saw that like the earrings and the bracelet match. And then she also had hot pink shoes. So like, I appreciate that she like tried to like pull it together. But again, I don't know if like the green, the pink is supposed to like, if that color scheme is like something important to her or like whatever. Um, but it just felt kind of disconnected to me. Um, and I didn't love the way that like her hair was like all like pulled back into the role. Like I wish the hair were different. Yeah, it kind of sat in a back. It should have been, I feel like more up to kind of like like either either more bit. up or like more like if the role came like around to the sides. Yeah. Like, um it just like I, I don't know. The the details just like weren't there for me. And I, I just I don't get the 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 color scheme. And like I wish. I wish the look were more elevated. Like that corset is so cool. Like I wish it was mm-hmm. everything else was as regal looking as the corset is. Or like whatever that look, corset is by Perry Meek, Jewels by House of Priscilla. That's probably a human hair wi- uh, unit because it's a hair by Wigs by Vanity, who is still not on the show. Um, just pointing it out. Mm-hmm. There's Vanity. She was supposed to be on season Literally. one. Thought we, she was going to be on season two. Is it going to be season three? They're not ending the show until Vanity's on the show. You know that's going to be a thing. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't mind this look. I feel like it's very matronly. It's very mother yes. of the bride. Um, mm-hmm. and it's, 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 it is showing her age. Um, but I think it could have been a little more cohesive if it was all made together in a way, mm-hmm. if there was as opposed to being pieces put in together. Um, I'm excited for Minnie Cooper. I, I hope she gets, um, respect uh obviously watching drag race respond you to the elder stateswoman of the season did very well um and and the show really did pay respect to her legacy and i wonder if minnie cooper will get the same but i guarantee rupaul had zero idea who she was right well and i think being being um what's the word very polished and she clearly has a lot of experience in her drag like I feel like sometimes that doesn't transfer quite as well onto a show like Drag Race because, as we know, sometimes it's not always about how many years you've had. Mm-hmm. Like, 
for like t- with like Tamisha Iman, for example, it's kind of like that same sort of situation. Watch out, she's coming for you. Literally, I'm like, <laughs> but you know, I'm I am very excited to see her. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll like, see. I agree. I'll give it a toot. I'm gonna toot it. I will toot it. Yeah, I give it a toot. It's 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 not a bodysuit, so we're heading the right direction. I want that corset thing now. That's fierce. Ask her, DMO. See if she'll give it. <laughs> Maybe. Um, the audience, 57% toot, 43% boot. Mm. All right. Coming up next. By way of Vancouver, it's Newcastle's own Molly Poppins. Molly Poppins originally made her name for herself in Vancouver after struggling to find the confidence to do drag in her hometown of Newcastle, often referred to as the Thunder from Down Under. Molly was embraced by the queer community in Canada, finally enabling her to find the assurance she needed to perform for the crowds. During her time away from 2016 to 2019, Molly worked as a full-time drag performer known for her fun and campy numbers, but also lending her talents as a drag DJ, host, and live rapper. In 2018, Molly was crowned as Vancouver's most fierce queen, receiving her award from Drag Race alumni Aja. Arriving back in Australia in 2019, Molly found herself back in her hometown of Newcastle, which still didn't offer any queer venues or safe spaces for the community, which inspired her to cultivate her own shows in hopes of building a thriving drag community in Newcastle. As she says, she likes to look real stupid, but act, uh, look real stunning, but act real stupid. <laughs> real stupid. Um, well, she kind of does. <laughs> and this look, um, I swear I know someone who has the exact same leotard. Um, Molly Poppins. Now, I have her at five. Spectra has her at five. Vicky, all the way down at nine. Yeah. Um, all right, Spectra, let, let, let's find out why you have her right in the middle of the back. Okay. First and foremost, um, as I was like watching the Meet the Queens, I was saying, I was like, wow, this is the same stupid shit that I would say. Um, like as she was like talking, like, you know, the look real stunning and like act real stupid. Like, I feel like that's very um, on brand for Spectra. Um, although I can sew, she cannot. Um, so that definitely took some points off for me. Um, and um i also love the line where she is like i promise i'm really nice it's just my rbf um because that's also literally me i paint like a bitch and people have told me um but i just like i just thought it was like really funny because i like i you know felt like a lot of the stuff she was saying i was kind of like oh like that sounds like spectra which i thought was kind of cool um i feel like i put her like very middle of the road um because again like i'll talk about the promo look in a second um but just kind of like you know again it was like a lot of like really like cool like witty stuff but we didn't really get to know like a whole lot about her but like then i went on her instagram and i was like oh she has like a lot of like you know different looks but i feel like um nothing was like super inventive it just felt like you know she you know she did like a lot of different things but it's like stuff we've seen before um and, you know, I was like, I feel like she's definitely be like a strong competitor, but like, I feel like maybe, you know, the uniqueness or like, you know, that really like taking something, making your own isn't quite there yet. Um, as for the promo look, I want this outfit. Um, this is quite literally my brand. Um, let me, hold on. 
But here's the thing. Though. Wow, uh, listeners, uh, both Vicky and I made wide faces and uh, are covering our mouth. Okay, uh, <laughs> please explain. Apologies. I listen. I was like, but here's the thing, though. Like, this is like, it's a cute, like, little, like Judy Jetson, like space moment. Like, yes. I have something similar. Um, mind you, this would be cute for like a bar show or like you know, a, you know, like a brunch, like a cute little like alien space number. But for the promo of Drag Race Down Under, absolutely not. This is four-way spandex. I could make this myself. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. And like, right, well, like, I, like, I get it. Like, you know, is it the cutest thing ever? No, but like, I like it because, you know, I like that it's like, you know, kind of spacey and like, kind of like, you know, Judy Jetson-esque. But that that's really about it. Like I think it's cute. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. I would I would, you know, it's a bodysuit. Now my question this season for her is she was the top of it of the Vancouver scene, but can she top Australia? Uh Vicky, you have no faith here. Listen, love the name Molly Poppins. You can tell she's a crazy girl, like a good time party girl for sure. Um. Oh gosh, yeah. I during the Meet the Queens, I felt like it was some generic thing. She was like, "I'm really fierce and amazing, but I could be that bitch if you need me to be that bitch." I'm like, "Are you? You? I don't know." It just seemed very like I'm on Drag Race. This is my. I don't know. This look. Oh my god, no. If you zoom in, which I just noticed, like I zoom in on these little boots, right? She has glued the purple fabric to the heel and it completely does not fit around the shoe. And then I guess these are like little leg covers that she wore inside of the shoe. I don't know why you wouldn't have just made like a boot cover Mm. situation. That just like looks very strange to me. This little tiny stones on the nipples, I love, like, I do that all the time. I love stoning the nipples on a little garment, but I just don't think it's very effective. And the nipple, not the nipples, <laughs> the stones around the belt, it's just, there's definitely not enough. And it needs editing. It needs more. Gosh, this wig is just so weird to me. And I've seen this wig, like this style of wig kind of becoming popular, but I don't know. I just, it looks very generic to me. I'm, I don't know. I'm just not a fan. It's, it's, it's the proportions. Like I want the little florette on the hips to be wider and bigger. I want the hair to, to be a little stronger and more prevalent. Like you see the little, like little more details and make it part of it. I'm going to say something. And I know we don't love comparing Queens and everything, but she reminds me of Deja Sky, and I think her problem was she had terrible taste. And I think we're going to find this with Molly mm-hmm. Poppins is she has terrible taste. She may be talented, but I can't get past watching you if you look terrible. Um, uh, I, I think there this was a, a strong look in the sense of at least she tried something different. But th- this is a promo look. You should not be wearing this in your promo look, like you have to remember that this is what you are going to be wearing all the time when producers and and shows book you for a show and they put you on a flyer because they're going to take what is most prevalent and what people remember you by. This is not what you want to be remembered by. 
forever literally and I, I again like i get why she picked the gray hair but she's 30 years old she's not raja pick a color go with a color go with black go it go with black it could have been with purple white. if you wanted to go like yeah. yeah purple or light purple with some like fun texture or something cool just like it this gray hair and like how she was talking gives me like she's like your crazy drunk aunt like you this know is grandma I mean? jetson it's yes. grandma jetson yes yes um no designers listed because i would be embarrassed too uh it's a <laughs> full-on boot for me yeah boot the house <laughs> yeah spectra no, listen, I'm going to boot the outfit because for a promo look, absolutely not. But like, I would wear this to perform in a bar. All right, that's fair. Uh, the audience hated it. 16% to 84% boot. Uh, Molly, prove us wrong. Uh, you got a lot to live up to right now. But at least all of Canada's are going to probably root for you. Yeah. All right. Maybe. Next up, I had her at six. Spectra had her at six. And Vicky had her at six. You're a guy, uh, 25 years old from Auckland, New Zealand, uh, originally from Tamaki Makara. Um, her name is a pun from You're a guy. Uh, she started drag at the age of 18. You're a guy has been doing drag for eight years, but the Auckland drag scene was not easy ground to break. Despite spending six months developing her makeup and sewing skills within the confines of her bedroom, Yuri was known for her spooky aesthetic, which got her booked for Halloween gigs. Yuri really had to try hard to get herself out of the spooky girl box and that she did now living up to the reputation of being one of Auckland's most talented drag makeup artists. It's no surprise that she has found herself on the main stage of RuPaul's Drag Race Down Under to show the world what she's made of. Having studied fashion design, Yuri's secret weapon is her sewing skills. She's known for creating all her own show-stopping drag looks. She says she is filthy, glamorous, and just plain trash. And even though she studied fashion design, she technically did not go to school um okay this one's an interesting one i could see her doing very well i can see her doing poorly my question this season is she's a wild card of drag but will ruin michelle find her drag valid spectra what do you think about your guy um so i've actually like been following them for like uh a little bit um first off the makeup is absolutely stunning um and it reminds me of virginia uh, thick yes um you know i said that um you know i feel like their whole storyline is like you know like they focused a bit on like the first thing they said was like oh like everyone used to like bully me but like that's like past me now or behind me now um and you know they you know bring they say their strong suits to, like creativity and sewing and that their creativity comes from being homeschooled um, and that, you know, drag makes them happiest. Like, you know, like, I feel like, you know, we definitely got to know um, them quite a bit. Um, as far as like my concerns, like I kind of the same thing was like, it could either go really well or like really poorly. I feel like, you know, we could run into like a crystal method situation where like they take one look at their face and they're just like, oh, like, you know, you need to like change it up or like tone it down or, you know, like we don't want to see like that strong face all the time. Um, Cause I feel like they give like, you know, the Queens that like, I don't want to say paint harsh, but like paint, you know, like, you know, very uh, drastic like that. That's, they always like give them like that, that read mm -hmm. or like that note that they want to see something different. 
Um, as far as the look is concerned, um, of course, it's my favorite shade of green. Um, I this love that very they- very yeah. Um, I love that they went with like the full like monochrome moment and I feel like they did it very successfully. Um, like I love that they took like a classic silhouette and like they have like the hip cut out and like the slip going all the way up the side and like the, you know, green kind of like Maryland-esque hair. Um, I don't know if I love the, the cut of the top. I feel like I wish it were cut higher. Uh, I feel like it was like or a little titties. Do a titty contour. You know, I feel like titty contour is like really starting to like fall out of favor. I know, but this is just yeah. Like I wish, like a bit of it looks like it's gonna fall off. Yeah, exactly. Uh I wish it were like it were higher, like it were cut different. Um, But like you know, the fully rhinestone shoe. um, Again, I wish they went for like a pointed heel instead of like the round toe pump. Um, Because I feel like it's such like a classic silhouette. I feel like that kind of like took me out of it a little bit um but I think it's really fun and I feel like we got you know a really good sense of like who they are from like you know the meet the queens but I feel like again they could either do you know really well and you know go very far or you know the judges you know could read them for you know like they said it took them a really long time to get that spooky aesthetic and like I'm wondering if the judges are gonna say that like the makeup is a mask or, you know, they're hiding behind the makeup or like, you know, they're going to like try to spin that narrative. So I feel like very like middle of the road for me, like it could go either way. Yeah. Um, Vicky, what are your thoughts? Oh, I go back and forth with this girl. I, hmm. During the meet the Queens, I, I thought she was very sweet, um, which kind of, was a little bit of a contrast, you know, with her face that she paints and kind of her look, um, which I, I was, it was a good surprise to me. She did seem a little, like, a little unsure, I feel like, of herself mm-hmm. a little bit and a little um, reserved, definitely. I'm excited to see what she brings. I don't like, like, again, I don't really like when queens compare each other, but it is there are so many like influences. This definitely reminds me of like Evie Audley's entrance on season 11 with that like green Mm. little car coming out. kind of gives me like that type of vibe. Her paint in this photo and like the whole silhouette is very like serpent, very snake vibes, Mm -hmm. which I think is really cool. Um, I did a little bit more research just like on her Instagram and stuff, just cause like I enjoyed this. Um, I wasn't a big fan of this makeup in this this picture and when I found out she was like a makeup queen I was like okay like I was not expecting that but like looking at her Instagram photos like she's incredible like her face and the way she paints like is really cool I think it's really unique um and I don't know a lot of queens that like paint like this it seems to be like something she's thought up on her own but like getting into this look um I agree I feel like that I love the idea of the top I think that's like so cool but I think there's just too much of her chest exposed and like her too much of her collarbone area where it kind of creates an unbalance and makes her torso look very very tiny kind of and after all the like the six stones on the corset I wish there would have been so much more just with a photo like this to really give that effect 
Um, but like on her Instagram, you can see like the behind the scenes of this look, like she fully stoned these shoes. The up close of the shoes is really stunning. They're giving me like Alexander McQueen type vibe. Um, I think the silhouette's really good. Something with the padding is just a little, little weird to me. I don't know if, if again, it's the silhouette, but overall, I do really like this. I probably maybe would have done a different hair because I feel like the silhouette is quite edgy with the makeup and the hair is a little more, gives a little bit of a different vibe. So I don't know, I would have done something more spiky or structural, but I think it's good. Yeah, I think there's a lot of elements to this that go together and don't go together. Obviously, what goes together are the color scheme and going with a monochromatic color. Uh, the look is by Yuri. The hair is by Lucina Wiggs. Um, yeah, I, I don't love that little... It, I guess it's a cutout. I don't know. It, like I hate mm -hmm. the asymmetry of that the dress. It just looks like she ran out of fabric on the one side. Mm -hmm. So she's like, here, let's make something fun. Um, I think I would have been okay with the cut of the top if she didn't have a choker. Because it, there, it you you need something dangling down and she's like cut off her head if it would have I mean, been like a longer necklace or yeah something, you know? like dangly necklace or something yeah something give me some jewels mm -hmm. because then you would really accentuate that cutout where you get to see her tattoo which is clearly what she's trying to make you focus on right i did i didn't even really and it says i think when i zoom in it says exit here i believe that's what it says Work. Um, so again, I, I, there's, there's a sense of style that I see from Yuri, and I think she's going to be very interesting as long as she does get respected. That being said, um, she is definitely a wild card, and I, I'm going to have to see how she interacts with the others because she might just stand out a little too much. Yeah. Um, but this look, I'll give a two. Yeah, I definitely took this. Yep, it's a two. All right, audience, 65% toot, 35% boot. All right, top five, top five, baby. All right, starting us off from Palmerston North, New Zealand, it's Spanky Jackson. All right, Spanky Jackson, let's, let's go through some stats that you may or may not know. She won the second season of House of Drag, which was hosted by Anita Wiglet and Ketamine. Along with Electroshock, they were the first contestants on House of Drag to share a main challenge win and coincidentally later appear on Drag Race. Spanky Jackson is a New Zealand drag performer best known for competing on the original TV series House of Drag Season 2, where she came in as an intruder in Episode 4 and was eventually crowned the winner, taking home the $10,000 cash prize. With over 15 years experience, 12 of which she spent among Melbourne's competitive drag scene, this Palmerston North Queen admits she isn't here to play games as she vies to take another crown. Spanky Jackson is the official host and roving reporter of the Wellington International Pride Parade, bringing drag to small towns across the area. With buckets of charisma, a vivacious personality, and cheeky sense of humor, Spanky has it all covered. She says her aesthetic is full, woman of fish, lady of the night, Everything you shouldn't do as a lady, Spanky does it. All right. My question of the season here for her is she's already got a crown from another drag show. Will she be able to take that experience and use it to her advantage? Um, I have zero faith in her because I put her down at eighth place. <laughs> the two of you have a little more faith. Spectra, you had her at four and Vicky at two. Yeah. Why so high, Vicky? I was 
just encapsulated with her her um, personality in the Meet the Queens. I thought she was so witty. I thought she was so funny. She seemed very sure of herself. I feel like she had a very clear idea of who she is and what she does. She's very funny. Um, yeah, I'm excited. She seems like she'd kind of be good at kind of everything in a way. Like in terms of the acting challenges, I can see her being very funny. And the comedy challenges, for sure, Snatch Game, all that, I think she's going to do very good at. Um, and I feel like, I don't know, you can kind of just get the sense. Like, I feel like RuPaul would really like her. I feel like you can kind of pick these things out now that we've had so many seasons. But I don't know. It's 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 hard to tell. Um, I didn't really know where to place her, but I was like, I don't know. She gives, I feel like she's going to do good. This look, out of the promo looks. <laughs> Out of all the looks, look, heavy pause. Yeah, out of all the promo looks, I I do find this look interesting, and like my eye definitely gravitates toward this look. I love the headpiece. I think it's very interesting. Fashion is always good in threes, and it like brings focus. Um, and so I love the three cones on the head. I think that that's really cool. I like her little chain things she's like whipping around she like rhinestone that that's fierce um i really don't know what's happening (laughs) this look to me is a middle-aged woman going to a sex party trying to fit in yeah or like a 70 year old goes to like miami i don't know i really don't know i like the color contrast in comparison to everybody else i love a silver i'm like a silver chrome girl always um, and I think, you know, with the black accents, it all goes together, but I just, there is not a clear vision for me in the silhouette of this. I really don't see any, any influences. It looks like there's like literally just a black bodysuit with two pieces of gray fabric and like a belt. Like, I don't know. Now, Spectre, um, are you familiar with the show House of Drag? No, I'm not. Um, I believe there's ways to see it. I think there may be some episodes on YouTube. Um, very, very interesting show. This was during um, Kidamine's larger life. Um, so you will not recognize her compared to what we saw last season on Drag Race. Um, but it's a very different, interesting show. And obviously this person won the show. Do you think that's going to be an advantage for her? That she knows not only how to be on TV, but how to win a drag competition? I mean, I don't know. I feel like it's what we've been like, what we've always said is like, what you do outside the show really has, you know, no um, you know, like indication, like what you can do, like on like a reality, you know, competition like Drag Race, because Drag Race really is like a beast all of its own. Like we've seen, you know, very seasoned queens that have lots of experience or really good at things, like just aren't cut out for TV. So like, I feel like her winning that really isn't going to have much say on like how she'll do like on the show like sure she might be familiar with like you know a um you know like the like her presence um and like how she carries herself but like I don't know if you know you can really like compare the two um as far as like you know the meet the queens like you know very much like what Vicky said like she seems like she's a lot of fun and she's loud in your face um I feel like she's gonna definitely be like the narrator of the season and like you know always like have like her two cents to put in um and 
you know, I, I feel like she knows what she's doing. Like, I feel like every queen, you know, during like the meet the Queens is like, like, Oh, I do this. I do that. But like, I don't know for some reason, I just like the way that like Spanky talks about it. I'm just like, yeah, like, no, I, mm-hmm, yep. I believe everything you're saying. Um, you know, she just has like that charisma. Um, as far as like the promo look, um, again, you know, the, like, the proportions to me are like weird because the way that like the fabric is like draping, it just kind of looks like she took a black bodysuit and like a ring of like, you know, like a panel of silver and just kind of like wrapped it and like cinched it with a belt. Um, another black thigh high boot. Um, you know, I, I really don't know like what the vibe she was going for. Um, you know, like, it, it's funny, because, like, her and Molly are, like, right next to each other, and I'm, like, yeah, like, they're both, like, really basic outfits, but, like, at least, like, with Molly's, like, there was a, a clear, concise, like, vision. No. So, no. like, I can... <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I, she seems to be, I don't know if this is just, like, the photo, but, like, it doesn't really look like she's wearing tights, and so if she's just, like, rocking the natural leg, that's something I do live for, just saying, but I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I don't. I, I don't know if those are those are the Skinner tights or not. Yeah, I don't know. I just like I just I don't get what she was like. She was going for like it just like she like there's like like kind of like warrior vibe something. I don't know. Like I, again, just like for like the promo of you know for a Drag Race promo, like it's it's just not enough for me. It's almost like she got so drunk. She was hungover in the morning and was like, fuck, I have a photo shoot. What do I have laying around in the uh, hotel room? It's a mess. It's a goddamn mess. This is honestly one of the top five worst promo looks in the history of Drag Race. I don't know what the other four are yet, but I can tell you she's in that list. This is horrendous. Yeah. Um, I mean, that being said, like her hair is great. The hair is probably the best thing about this entire look. Uh, it's probably the most expensive part of the entire look because the rest of it, she probably got from Party City. Literally. This is terrible. This is absolutely terrible. It's a massive boot for me. God, yeah, I, I, I do like elements, but definitely have to boot that. God. Yeah, it's a boot. The audience, 8% toot, 92% boot. You 8%ers were very kind to Spanky. Yeah. Maybe it's because you wanted Spanky to spank you. I don't know. I love that name, though. Spanky. That's everything. <laughs> right? All right. Top four. Top four. Uh, we're gonna, it's, this is part of the interesting segment. Because this person, I had a two. Vicky at three. And she would have been higher if Spectre didn't rank her at nine. Uh, Aubrey Have from um, Melbourne, Australia, originally from Tamaru, New Zealand. She's 25, and Aubrey Have is no stranger to being in front of the camera. Already a budding actor and musical artist, this fashion forward queen originally hails from Tamaru, New Zealand. Aubrey is relatively new to the art from a drag, first dabbling in 2020 and during the height of COVID 19 pandemic. After recently moving to Melbourne, Aubrey found herself enduring a lock, long lockdown. She used this as an opportunity to practice her makeup skills and develop a drag aesthetic with the encouragement of her partner. She is now booking gigs left, right, and center, and her dream of doing drag as a full-time career is becoming to fruition. 
Aubrey used to go by the name Justina Wig, and she's inspired by the campery that is Austin Powers. Um, nine. Do you just hate bedroom queen Spectra? What is happening here? No. So I originally, I don't know. She was one that like I moved around like so many times and it really wasn't that like I wanted to like put her at ninth. It was kind of like I ordered everyone else and like I wasn't really quite sure where to put her because this, this is my issue with her is that I feel like I can't get like a really like strong read on like, I couldn't get like a strong read on her. Like, you know, during like her Meet the Queens, like again, like, you know, just like how um, like Minnie's focus was like, you know, that she's so old. I feel like her whole thing, she's like, she's like, oh, like I'm young and like I'm a baby queen. And like, you know, like that kind of felt like what she was focusing on was that, you know, she's so like fresh into all of this. So I think that's kind of like what really like, um, like rubbed me the wrong way um and then like I went to her Instagram and you know there really wasn't like a whole lot to go off of like is she stunning yeah like she knows how to like put a look together and like you know she definitely has like some fun like concepts like do I do I necessarily like agree with like my placement of ninth now I feel like she kind of just like ended up there when I like ordered everyone else like I didn't really know where to put her um but, you know, as far as, like, you know, the look is concerned, like, yes, it's a bodysuit, but I feel like it's elevated. Like, I love that, like, everything is, like, that same, like, green-blue iridescent fabric. Like, the dark blue hair with it is really cool. Um, you know, I wish maybe there was, like, something, like, on her neck, like, maybe, like, a little, like, choker or something in the same fabric just because it looks very naked. Um but like, I thought it was cool that like the corset, the shoe, the like, the um, like the, I don't know, like the um, this like half skirt, like the gloves, like everything was the same fabric. Um, the only issue that I have is like, I wish that she wasn't wearing like the the T strap heel. I wish it were again. I wish it were just like a pointed like pump like a little like metallic like blue or like green like I'm sure you like this like colorway is like very popular in the drag scene I'm sure you could find a heel that's similar you know or you know pull in like you know pull from the blue or the green um but like overall it's a very elevated bodysuit um I just I just didn't know where to put her because it was so hard for me to like read her because like she definitely has like a very strong aesthetic and like, you know, she definitely has like, you know, very strong, like, you know, musical theater skills. Uh, you know, the first thing that, you know, came to mind was like, you know, when everyone was like, you know, like weaponized the BFA and like blah, blah, blah. Her um, Instagram bio literally says that. Does it really? Yeah, it says weaponizing my BFA. Thank fucking God. I'm right. so, so again, like, you know, but you know, I just like immediately like scrolled their looks. They've been like read her buyer, I think. But like, I feel like, you know, it was really hard for me to place her. And like, I didn't want to put her at ninth, but that's just kind of where she ended up because it was, you know, I could kind of get a sense of everyone else and like place them, but I couldn't place her. So she kind of just ended up there when I put everyone else in order. That's fair. That's fair. Now my question this season for her is she is a COVID queen. Does she have enough experience to be the winner? Vicky, how do you feel about the bedroom queen? I rated her what third um mm-hmm. I mean 
off the bat, I mean, she said in her video, she's like, I think it was, you don't have to be the most polished queen. She's like, I just happen to be, which I definitely get a sense from. She seems, though she is so young, I mean, she's younger than me, which is crazy. Like, and the fact that she's only been doing drag a year and she does seem so polished is very impressive to me because coming up with your own brand and aesthetic, it's just, it's something that just takes time, period. Just trying things that don't work and brewing up different things, it just takes time. And so the fact that she is this polished already is definitely very impressive. And looking at her Instagram, she has some really cool photos. She does like quite a few looks with like mustaches and facial hair, which I think is like really cool. Um, and a lot of her looks don't seem to be too over the top, but definitely giving you that cool fashion aspect. Um, yeah, I can see this going very well for her, definitely in the top or as a shock, you know, for sure. Kind of like the whole Art Simone situation. I feel like, you know, maybe- the curse of Melbourne. Right, something crazy, you know, might happen. You never know. Um, this look is gorgeous. I would 100% wear this look. I mean, I would like the bodysuit, maybe a little more high cut, but I think it's really, really beautiful. I love the Madonna cone bra reference. I think the sleeves are really gorgeous and it just really pulls in that waist. Yeah, I agree with Spectra. These little musical theater tap shoes with that T-strap, I really, I really hate those. Um, so I would definitely chop those off. But other than that, yeah, the hair is gorgeous. Um, yeah, I think she's, she seems pretty fierce. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited by her. I think, yeah, I think she can either go all the way because she's got the confidence to, or she's going to be falling in the world of the social media bedroom queens and just not have enough experience for what RuPaul's looking for. Right. Because we have to remember this is RuPaul's show, not a different host. RuPaul's going to have a very Americanized opinion of what drag should be. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I really love this look. I love the color combination. It does feel cohesive. Sure, there are things that I would edit and and pick apart to make an even stronger look. But from this, if this is what she's presenting either as just the promo or promo and entrance, it's a very strong first impression. And that's key here. Um, The look is by Bryn Costume, hair by Wigged Out. I'm excited by her. I think she can do very well and I think she can surprise us and maybe even surprise us that she gets out early and we're going to be bad. But I, I think out of everyone, maybe it's because she was one of the, she's the A, so you get to see her first, you analyze her first. There's something exciting about her. So I, I'm I'm here for Aubrey Have. I will give her a toot. Yeah, definitely here for it. Love the name as well. This is a total toot. Yeah, absolutely a toot, but boot the toot, the toot strap. <laughs> Audience, 92% toot, 8% boot. Work. All right, coming in third, her Hanaconda don't want none unless you got buns, hun. Uh, it is Hanaconda from Sydney, Australia. After the Perth drag scene, Hanaconda took a leave of faith and made her way to Sydney in 2015. Here she cemented her drag status by being the only queen to have, en- have ever won both Rising Star and Entertainer of the Year at the Drag Industry Variety Awards in the same year in 2016. 
She has been featured face numerous times as many iconic Sydney Mardi Gras events opened for Bianca Del Rio and made the journey across the pond to appear at RuPaul's Dragon in Los Angeles. Oh my God, so did I. Can I put that in my bio now? <laughs> yes. um, her, she co-founded Drag Story Time in 2016, an initiative whereby reading to young children while in drag helps to educate them about inclusion, acceptance, and love, as well as allowing them to dream big and use their imaginations. She has had a string of silver screen appearances, most notably on an episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashians and on Jack Whitehall Travels with My Father. She has grown up in the Catholic Church and wanted to be a priest, but it was really just a cover because she was gay and she's been doing drag for 12 years. Now, my question of the season, now maybe neither of you are familiar, but my question is, will her time in the controversial Perth drag scene be her downfall? Now, I have not heard her come out publicly since being revealed. I have not seen people come for her the way that they did for Scarlett Adams, but she was a name when the Scarlett Adams controversy did come out. I don't know if RuPaul's Drag Race just doesn't do background checks on people or if maybe down under they don't really care about racism. I don't know. But um, I know that there are already people not watching because she is on, which is unfortunate because she's a very, very fascinating drag artist. I have her at third, Vicky at five, and Spectra, you had her at two. Why did you put her at two? Um, I don't know. I just, I feel like, again, like she, like, just the way she was talking about herself, she was very, like, confident, like, what she's doing, and I feel like, you know, she did have, like, quite the track record of, like, all the things that she's done, like, with her, like, drag career, um, and I feel like, I don't know, I feel like she, again, she was, like, really, like, she was really quick, and she was very confident in, like, what she was saying, um, and, you know, she says that, you know, she is a self-proclaimed um, jack-off of all trades, uh, which I just thought was mm-hmm. funny. Um, but again, I think it was just like, you know, her confidence, like going into it is that like, she knows what she's doing. Like she knows what her brand is. You know, she, um, you know, her goal is to make everyone laugh and to create magic at her shows, which like I thought was like really cool and like really endearing. Um, so I know I guess I guess it's you know just like you know it could be just be like the guise of confidence where like you know she was just like very sure of herself so like I was just like yep I'm I'm buying what you're selling um because you're so sure of it um as for the look I I go back and forth because I feel like I again it's a bodysuit but I see like the way that she like tried to elevate it with like you know the little like hip skirt and I really like the hair with like the blonde street um I thought that was really cool um and you know there's like the little like shoulder caps um and you know I I wish maybe there was like more of a necklace because again there's so much chest and there's she has this little dainty like little necklace um I hate the cut of the bottom like what is with this boy short bodysuit situation um you know it's not really like flattering in the picture it's like bunching up and you know I wish it would like you know it had I feel like we've said this with a couple of looks like we wish it were cut higher um and 
I still can't tell what color the shoes are, but that's my issue. They read as silver and not gold. And I'm like, you're going to do like, it's obvious like the whole like look is supposed to be like, like gold and like the little like hints of bronze. Why are you wearing a silver shoe with a gold outfit? And like, it's weird because like sometimes it would look gold and then sometimes it would look silver. But I'm like, that, that was like what really was like throwing me off. So I'm like, I'm like, why would you have a whole gold outfit and then grab a silver shoe? There's no silver anywhere on the outfit. Um, but yeah, and then also like looking at her Instagram, like I feel like she has like a really like wide array of, uh, of looks. Like she's definitely, um, you know, she had like, I can see like when she does like conceptual things, like celebrity impersonation, like, you know, she really does seem like she does it all. Um, so I guess, you know, that's, that's kind of was like my thought process, you know, when, you know, I put her in the top four, cause I was like, I could see her doing very well. Cause it seems like she, you know, she does what she claims to do. She does do it all. So. Vicky, are you worried about her um, time in Perth as something that may get her down? It is a very, very difficult and weird thing to like try to navigate because I did know that she had addressed the situation before casting, I think, or filming or anything had happened mm-hmm. way back, I think during season one when all that stuff was going on and she made right. a video addressing everything um, and basically how she would, you know, use other people's cultures in her drag, um, obviously doing things she should not have been doing. And from what I've seen, it seems like she seems to be a person who is really learning from her mistakes that Mm. she's made and really trying to give back to the community she has harmed and educating others as well as herself on the harm that she may have done. Um, And she also seems like someone who is very open to talking about that whole thing rather than like shoving it away, which I think is good um, to be able to address those mistakes and things because as horrible as it is, that's kind of just the way the world is. And some people aren't, don't have the, the ability to be as educated as others, you know? So mm-hmm. that's that. Um, I definitely think it will hinder her because a lot of people don't like look past that type of thing, which is everybody's own business. And especially, you know, me, that that's, her apology is not mine. Now, if she, I, my, my feeling is she will not win. There's no way in hell she's going to win because yeah, like, no. it goes down to like the, are you team Anaconda? It's going to possibly be like the lowest um, voting ever right. for uh, this situation. So, but, look. But it, yeah. I mean, even her personality, I felt like she had a confidence that wasn't like, I'm so fierce, I'm going to win. It was just a confidence in herself that was unique. I love that she would. Mm. You know, she looks so beautiful and then she would like let out that guttural like pig laugh and it was like so funny um, and just contrasted so nice. It was very like human to me and I really love that. Um, I really enjoy this look. I, I don't know if I did at first, but, you know, really looking at it, I think she looks, I think the proportions are really great with that skirt coming out. Um, I love this hair. I think the hair is gorgeous with that blonde streak it's very beautiful um rogue from x-men 
Right, yes, literally. I don't hate these little shorts. Normally I would hate this, but I really don't. And the way that her leg is kind of up, I don't hate this. Um, okay, these shoes. I actually have to disagree. I like the shoe. These I have these chrome pumps and they're my favorite drag shoe ever. Um, I When you zoom in, her, her, her accessories, as like in terms of the earrings, the bracelet, she's wearing like a white diamond. And then her makeup has sort of the bronze in the middle. And then it goes to like this white sort of gray. I don't know. Somehow for me, I'm not bothered by them. I think they like look well. I think it makes her legs look very long. And yeah, I think she looks really good. Yeah, I love the color. I think the the look is very fun and fresh and, and at least elevated. I I don't know. I, she looks like she might be a petite woman. Um, and I think the proportions are off a little bit because she, or she just has a giant head. I don't know. I can't really quite tell. Um, but I, I, I wish her well. I want her to do well because she seems like a very strong drag artist. I did actually watch the episode when she was on um, Jack Whitehall Travels My Father. It's a very, very funny episode. Um, if you don't know who Jack Whitehall is, he's a British comedian. He was in um, Jungle Cruise, actually. Uh, but he and his dad like go around the world. His dad is like proper English. And the episode they went, they went to Sydney, uh, they put uh, him and his dad in drag. And it was quite the um, the moment because they put him in Queen Elizabeth drag. Mm, uh, so very, very fun. <laughs> um, but yeah, she and Hannah and Minnie Cooper know each other. They've been on screen together. So I'll be very interested to see how they bond. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I, I, I think, unfortunately, we have to talk about her backstory. We know what the backstory is as long as she's addressed it. Um, good luck to her. But there's I just zero chance of her winning. Yeah. Being said, I'll give this to yeah absolute two yeah it was like i give it a two i love the cut of the shoe i just i wish it were gold that's it's just where i'm at audience really mixed here 54 percent toot 46 percent boot hmm. Hmm. all right well we have two left is it going to be me and specter's winner pick or is it going to be vicky's winner pick uh -huh. coming in second from Brisbane, Australia, it is Beverly Kills at 21 years old. Wow. Beverly Kills started doing drag with just a few months of turning 18. After entering a local drag competition, Beverly managed to take home first prize. And within a year, she secured a weekly residency at one of Australia's most renowned nightclubs, Fluffy in Brisbane. Since then, Beverly has established herself as one of Brisbane's most noted up-and-coming drag performers. Not just a pretty face, Beverly Kills offers something a little extra with her burlesque and sideshow-style performances in which you can expect a good whipping or even some fire-breathing. She walks the line between glamour and grunge. My question of the season. She's young and edgy, but is she the representation of her down under? Clearly, Vicky Bravado believes that's the case. Why is she your winner pick? Oh, gosh, I really, first of all, the drag name, like, come on. It's so, all of these are so good, so creative. I'm obsessed with this. Um, she, I can't get over the fact that she's 21. Like, that just makes me sick. Like, how? Um, I thought she was great in her Meet the Queens video. She seems like she has a very sure 
she's very sure of herself, which is great. She seems to know her brand very well. Um, I really enjoy this look. I I love like the patchwork sort of checkered yeah, element. This is this is something you would wear. Oh yes, no, I and I definitely see myself in her, which is probably why I'm like, yep, you're the winner. <laughs> but no, I I love the hair. Um, I think her makeup is very cool. Gosh, yeah, I really like this outfit. I would definitely wear this. A little jacket. The choice not to not to even wear a shirt. I really thought was cool and. Do you mind that her toes are jumping off the cliff, though? God, I know, I know. They are. They're ready to jump. But I didn't even notice, but you could see them, like, right there. Yeah. They're peeking out from that that bootleg. They're peeking out. Gosh. You could have really easily just avoided that, but, you know, whatever. Um, Her Instagram seems to be cool. She has some really interesting looks, and I like that she involves like burlesque and I think you said like fire breathing and like the punk rock element. I really like, and that really gives me Australia. And I'm definitely just I'm really excited to see what she's going to bring. And yeah, the runways for sure. I definitely want to see what she's going to do. I didn't. I don't know if she said she like makes her looks or you know what, but yeah, I'm excited. Spectra, what are your thoughts on Beverly Kills? Um, I mean, same thing. I love, you know, she's very, like, she's very young, but it's very obvious that she has, like, a very clear idea of, like, what her brand is and, like, you know, what she wants to do, um, you know, and everything that she was saying, like, I feel, like, really, like, aligned with each other. Like, she has a really good understanding of, like, you know, what she wants to do and, like, what she wants her aesthetic to be and, like, everything, like, kind of, like, flowed. It didn't feel like she was just kind of, like, grasping at straws to like explain herself like she was very confident in what she was delivering and like she knew like you know what like made sense for her and like for her drag um same thing like I was very impressed with her Instagram like you know she has a wide variety of like looks but I feel like they all like kind of tie into the aesthetic and like you know even if she even has like a uh, like a princess peach look but like the way that she like styled it with like pink thigh high boots with like the buckles and like the reveal skirt like is still feels like it's very on brand for her um as far as the promo is concerned like i loved it i loved like this like patchwork like biker chick vibe mm. um and i like looked at, i was like yeah i was like throw a ginger wig on there and like this is something like vicky would wear um totally you would have a better choice in shoe um yes you know in (laughs) like that was that was the one thing is like I saw like the little the little um the biscuits popping out and I was like why are you wearing like a an open-toed shoe like that's what I got like just one like my drag pet peeves I don't like open-toed shoes with like all those layers of tights because it just looks like you stuffed a can of biscuits in a heel it gives horse Um, hoof like horse hoof (laughs) yeah and like I, I, in, in this case, I wish she wore like the little like round, like, I feel like this would have been really cool with like a big, like tall, like pleaser boot. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, you know, if like the pants like tapered down to like a really like tight ankle and then she had like crazy, like, you know, like platform pleasers, like that would have been really cool. Um, but, you know, I, you know, I feel like it's very cohesive, like the red, the black, and the silver, and like all the different like textures of the pants. Um, maybe a different earring, because I feel like it gets very busy with like the big black hair and like the red splatter earring and then the big thick choker. 
I definitely agree with that. Maybe a different earring. Yeah. Like, I think maybe like a little bit of editing and like a different shoe, but like overall, like everything like she was giving me, I was like, yeah, like she's so young and like so sure of like what her aesthetic is. And I was like, I was very impressed. So the look is by the Hemingbird, hair by Michael Irwin, jewels by Miss Madison, nails by Claws in a Box. For me, what I love about this, and maybe it's not overtly obvious to some people, but there are absolute Elvis vibes to this entire look. From totally. the bell bottoms to the jacket to the hair. The hair and even yeah. the way she's got the, her lip curled. And it's so full on androgynous Elvis, which I adore. Mm -hmm. uh, this is Las Vegas. This is punk rock. This is fun. Um, and there's this perspective to it that not any of the other queens brought to their looks here. Um, I, I'm very excited by Beverly Kills. I hope her age is just a number, um, but I, I, I think she's going to be very exciting to watch. Um, my, I, like I said, she's young and edgy, but is she the representation for Down Under? I think she could be. She might be. I do have her at four because I just think there are three other queens that are that much stronger than her. But um, yeah, she's, she's going to be very exciting to watch, and I, I wish her luck. This is a toot for me. This is a total two, absolutely. I can't wait to see her and Aubrey and their like sort of dynamic because they are just, yeah. they, they remind me of each other and they're very young. So, but yes, two, two, two. Yeah, absolutely. Very, very strong two. Audience, 92% two, 8% poop. All right. percent what are you doing? We have our winner. My winner pick, Spectre's winner pick, Vicky, you are at four, which is fine. You're, you can be wrong. It's all right. Um, <laughs> she is from Adelaide, Australia, originally from South Auckland, New Zealand. Queen Kong. She is the first queen of Samoan descent to compete in the fran Drag Race franchise, which I'm not sure is fully accurate because I think Britta still ha ha is still partially Samoan. So I think that might be false. That being said, Queen Kong is of Tongan and Samoan heritage and is originally from New Zealand and currently residing in Adelaide. Known for her powerhouse performances, Queen is a renowned dancer and choreographer within the queer community, frequently touring internationally with the Australian Dance Theatre. At just 16 years old, she was offered a two-year apprenticeship with Black Grace, one of New Zealand's leading contemporary dance companies. Queen is the matriarch of House of Kong, a drag collective that aims to change the lives of its young recruits, both on and off stage. In 2019, Queen won the title of Miss Drag Nation Australia, representing Adelaide. Drag Nation is a national competition which drag talent from each state competes locally before getting the opportunity to represent their state and compete on a national level. She's been doing drag for six years. She is said to be a superhero drag queen with a huge presence and monster performance. She's been a professional dancer for 13 full years, and she comes from a long line of talking chiefs, and this is her version of being a talking chief. I am so excited by Queen Kong. She just... She exudes what I want from a winner. My question this season is she's got the story and resume to win, but will Rue make her fight for it? Um, Spectra, you also have her as your winner pick. What drew you to Queen Kong? Um, again, I just think like, like right off the bat, she was like very like poised and like very collected. And she had like this like calmness about her and like such like a passion when she was like talking about like, her dance history and like her like her culture and like just the way that like she just like carried herself I was just like 
you know, like, was just, like, so, like, admirable to me. Um, and I think I said this earlier, but I think I got her confused with someone else because I did write down um, that she was the one who said that she was very, um, or, no, I'm, I'm, I don't know, I'm, like, getting confused with my own notes. Um, but I was very impressed with the fact that, like, she was a professional dancer for 13 years. So I think, you know, and she was saying how she's such, like, a powerhouse performer. So, you know, my thought process, like, if she does ever end up in the bottom, like, you know, she'll, like, prove her point and, like, not end up there again. Um, and I think what really struck me and, like, really, like, made me put her in, like, the, the top was um, how she was so aware of the power that she has as a drag performer and, like, the influence that she can have. Like, I just think the way that she, like, like, just the way she spoke and, like, the way that she was just, like, so aware of everything, like, I was just, like, very impressed with, um, and, you know, I think it's, like, you know, it's one thing to just kind of, like, you know, like, throw out adjectives and just kind of be, like, oh, like, you know, I'm fierce and fun and fabulous and, like, blah, 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 and, like, you know, like, list off your whole resume, but, like, she exuded confidence in, like, such a different way where, like, she wasn't just, like, listing off her resume and being, like, look at how great I am, like, you know, it was just, like, very, like very casual like she was just mm -hmm. like very like you know she like she knows that her work is going to speak for herself and she doesn't feel the need to um to prove herself to anyone yeah she is absolutely a fierce ass bitch um i wish her look was better because it kind of looks like arts and crafts in a way um like I i'm going to talk about it first because i just need to get out of like because she's my winner pick and i'm going to be controversial and and rip her apart um but like the fabric underneath the shoulder pads looks terrible terrible it's like it's there just so it can stick um i hate the asymmetry of the um legs like why is one have a boot cover and one is a garter um the shoulder pads i don't know they're just there i don't get the the gold in the middle of it i just keep it as a single tone i don't i don't need it to have that that little mushroom top um but that beat that mug she is mm -hmm. going yeah. to destroy you uh yeah. do not I, get in her way i did so i let me just back talk because i didn't get to talk about the look because i was just like so enamored i i basically had the same notes like i feel like i like the look it was cool like it was a cool idea um but i like i've said with countless of these other queens i wish it were edited different um i think we could have cut out the the white um under Absolutely. the shoulders and the cape altogether. um i wish she stuck with just like one like boot cover vibe like i feel like i like the garter and i like the like wonder woman type boot um i wish you know more queens i'm looking at you molly um took this boot cover route um but i wish you picked one or the other i don't understand the asymmetry of it um but like i also like the hips look a little too big like i like the look and i like the direction it was going in i just wish it were were edited um a bit more um and just lose lose the 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 white like frilly bits like i don't understand what uh where that was going vicky why is she not your winner pick oh 
gosh, she was, she was really hard to place too. Again, I had her getting out early, early on. And then I was like, I don't know. She's, she is fierce. Like, don't get me wrong. I think she's very fierce. She's very poised. She's so calm and so just comfortable in her own skin. And like Spectra said, I love that she really recognized the power that drag gives her and the very warrior type aspect that is her drag, I, I think is really cool and very unique. Um, she seemed almost too polished to me in the Meet the Queens. It was almost just too picture perfect that I was like, it, it's just too obvious for her to win in, in a sense for me. Um, but again, like, she's just stunning. I mean, her mug, I cannot, I hope we get to see her just tear up that stage and dance. I was watching some dance videos on her Instagram and she's, she seems really fierce and like, you dance like, like that. What again? What'd you say? Can you dance like that? Oh, God. Oh, yes, I can. Absolutely. No. You can put a weapon on the shit of her BFA. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but in terms of this look, gosh, I, the more I'm staring at it, I'm getting like nacho cheese fantasy. Like, I don't know why. <laughs> that is just the exact tone of the color. I think that the look, looks a lot more expensive in the promo photo than it did in the video. I think just like with the, the way they played with the lighting, it looks a bit more like metal and structural in the photo, but in the video, it seemed like it was like made out of that cheap party city, like foam that you would get out of like a costume you'd buy in like a bag. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, and like the way that those shoulders kind of snapped onto the, neck piece is weird um like we talked about that boot no the crown that looks like it's made out of construction paper no the hit i don't know i really am not a fan of this and i see where she was going it was almost that like abraham type silhouette that a lot of like queens have with that chrome sort of armor look which is very very cool but i just i don't know if you guys saw but there was like some tea around this look that supposedly the person who had originally created this look and sketched this look had posted this promo photo and, and been like, yeah, another look of mine was like stolen. Supposedly the person who originally came up with this look was not, did not make the look or wasn't included in like the idea um, for her to do it. And Queen Kong like went on social media and addressed that she worked with a different designer who had apparently said that that was the designer's idea and there was supposedly some sort of drama and miscommunication between that so that was kind of interesting and a little weird interesting but, yeah because this is yeah. a look by jade i don't know jade yeah is, so yeah i don't know but i, I definitely think she's going to do very well and she seems to definitely be like a force to be reckoned with for sure yeah as long as, like she doesn't she didn't come off as someone who could flat out give you humor and campiness which we know rue loves but as long as she can find ways to make rue laugh and keep engaging with rue you are golden yeah um this look is golden and it's the <laughs> i'll give it i'm gonna give it a very soft toot um because i like her but um it needs a lot of work i gotta boot this i'm sorry this is a boot <laughs> 
I'm I'm so torn. Like I, I'm I'm also gonna give it a very soft two because like it needs it needs editing. Mm-hmm. Audience sixty one percent two thirty nine percent boot, and there are your top ten. Your only ten. Um, you want to play a fun game and and predict who you think the highest followed queen of the cast is. Oh gosh, I was already kind of creeping on them, but I don't really know. Yeah, let me. I need to look at the full photo. Yeah, I feel like I definitely. There were definitely some that I was like, um, like some that I feel like had like jumped in followers since, um, like since being announced, and some I was like very. Well, I can. What I can tell you is that as of yesterday, when I put these numbers in, uh, there were only two that were over 10k yeah i was gonna say i feel like there's not like a lot of them are still like you know like in like the early thousands yeah uh, i feel like i don't know if i'm just like remembering this or what i feel like spanky no yeah i feel like i don't know i feel like spanky has the most followers that's just my guess Maybe on opposite day, Spanky has the least amount of followers. Oh my She's god, really? Four thousand one hundred fifty-one <laughs> followers, uh, okay, followed right. by Pamara Fifth by four thousand six hundred seventy-two, Faux Fur five thousand eight hundred and seven, Aubrey Have five thousand eight hundred eighty-seven, Molly Poppins six thousand one hundred seventy-seven, Minnie Cooper seven thousand seventy-nine, Yuri Guy nine thousand two hundred seventy-four, Beverly Kills nine thousand eight hundred ninety-one. Queen Kong at 12K with Hanaconda at 19K. Yes. Okay. Okay. That's who it is. Um, Yeah. Very interesting that there's only two in the 10K, which gives hope to all the young drag performers out there that you don't need to be over 10K to get on Drag Race. (laughs) Yes. You don't need to um, be TikTok stars um, to get on Drag Race. Yeah. <laughs> We're not talking about that season yet. We're not talking um, about anything. What do you mean? <laughs> we know nothing. <laughs> um, yeah, I think it's very interesting. It's going to be a very interesting season. I I think I just love Australia, so I'm excited for this, but yes. I know the reservations people have against not wanting to watch this after what happened last season. There there are a lot of unanswered questions. I still think I, if I can get it, I, I might ask um, one of the contestants to come on the podcast and uh, apparently their NDA is over. So uh, Art Simone, if you want to reveal the shit, I am ready to find yes. out why you were eliminated because it, it, it just does not add up. It still does not add up. Um, but hey, we all, for those who are watching <laughs> Drag Race France, it doesn't add up. <laughs> Nothing is adding up because when you're superstar big name gets eliminated <laughs> they should not be something's fishy something is fishy They're, whatever yeah, whatever um well this was a lot of fun um where can the listeners find you on social media venmo and any projects you want to plug spectra how about it oh sure i was gonna let you go first since this is your your first time um on the the podcast but i will i will have at it um the spectra electra on all of my socials um you know michael knows uh tis the season i'm gearing up for um all of my halloween looks um and that's always like my big thing um every year um that being said if you want to tip me 
um, on Venmo to help fund that project um, because it's always quite um, quite the endeavor. The Spectra Electra and Venmo as well, if you're so inclined. Um, other than that, it's like follow my Instagram. I post all of my show flyers there. I'm thought and bopping all over the place. Um, but really nothing uh, too crazy or exciting. It's like same shit, different day. More. Vicky, what, what about, about you? you? Well, you can find me on all social media platforms at Vicky Vibrato. That's V-I-C-K-Y-V-I-B-R-A-T-O. Instagram and TikTok are the mains. Um, definitely. You can find me on Venmo, Cash App, PayPal. Same thing at Vicky Vibrato. I recently relocated to New York City. So I am a new New York City queen. And I've been bopping around. Um, and I always am posting all my shows on Instagram and I have a show every first and third Sunday of the month in Jersey City. So yeah. Exciting, exciting. Well, thank you both for being on the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. This was so much fun. I loved this. I loved going in on the looks. I had a great time. See, it's even now, imagine this when there actually is like a theme to follow and really go in on that one queen that looks like she had no idea what was going on. Love. (laughs) (laughs) A huge thanks to Spectra and Vicky for coming on. Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and leave us a review while you're there. And don't forget to visit buymeacoffee.com slash blog talk to show support for the pod. If you have any questions or comments, drop me a line at theaterthenow.com via our question link. Like, listen, love. Until next time, I'm Michael Block, and that was Block Talk. 